see her play both the flute and the piano at the same time by herself. <sighs> so here's the thing I've been doing lately. I got so fed up with all the crappy repost content on Facebook that I've been systematically blocking every single page that is not someone's original content. <laughs> if it's not coming directly from the person I'm following, it's blocked. I've blocked at like hundreds of pages in the past week. Jesus. It's it's political stuff, it's stuff that people find funny that I don't find funny. So if you want to show me something, you'd better just show it to me in person because I guarantee the page you're going to share to me is blocked. I guarantee it. I, I, I stopped sharing things with you because I know you don't read them. Yeah, you just have to show me in person because I, I got so fed up with like the crappy Facebook humor that's like Monday morning coffee time. Like, oh, someone's got a case of a Monday's kind of humor or like goddamn minions from Despicable Me. That shit makes me furious. <laughs> I don't know why, it just makes me so angry, so I just I just started blocking it. It's like, hmm, okay, that's not your it's not actual content from you. And it's making my Facebook better, but it's it's there's so many of them. No one actually talks to each other on Facebook anymore. They just share shit and I hate it. So, so welcome to Always Wrong Podcast episode nine. Oh, are we recording now? <laughs> sure are. Well, it's been a while, guys. It's been um <laughs> How long has it been since we last put one of these out? God, like two, two or three weeks? Last year, I think. Uh, so again, like last episode, we were gone for a while. Here's a recap. Uh, Christmas break happened. Yeah. Yep, and that's it. Bill went home. I kind of went home. What the fuck was You just that? knocked over a water bottle. Uh-huh. Luckily, the cap was closed. I'm keeping that in, though. It's a nice little pull back the curtain. See that we're people, too. Um, so, let's see. When we last left off, uh, I think, where was I in the whole grad school thing? I was applying for student aid and everything, yeah. and like, I was pretty sure I was going to get it and stuff. I did get it. Um, it's all gone through, so I will definitely be a grad student at Tech. Yay! Um, and so I'll be helping out with the, uh, the percussion maintenance aspect of thing, and god damn it, I will make the crawl space beautiful, if, if it, even if it kills me. Oh, please the, don't let it kill you. The crawl space is the, uh, it's a kind of like a basement storage area. It also happens to be my office that I'm sharing with another dude Slash there. sex room? There's Maybe. nothing erotic about that room, besides how hot and sweaty it is. Ooh, I like where this is going. I, you, I don't like where it's going. I hate how hot it is down there. If it's too hot in the winter, I can only imagine how gross it's going to be in the summer. But um, I just found what you're going to do with your mini fridge. What am I going to do with my you're mini fridge? You're just going to plug it in and leave the door open. <sighs> Waste so much electricity. You know how heat pumps work, right? You know that a refrigerator, to make the air inside of it colder, it has to make a, a larger amount of air warmer to do so. It's not a pure exchange of energy. So if you opened a fridge and ran it in an airtight room, the room would get hotter in total. Even though there's cold air coming out of one side, it would just get hotter in total because there's loss of energy that way. Fun fact, the window unit at my apartment works that way. When you set it to heat, it just flips a valve and makes the hot air come out of the the, the side on the inside instead of the outside. Yes, Jacob? Anything to add? I don't want to be your friend anymore after this. <laughs> Alright. You ruined my day yesterday and I forgot to tell you why. Oh, why is that? Um, I was watching the damn fucking docuseries that I was telling you about 
and it was like episode eight out of ten, mm-hmm. and we fucking left when I had like ten minutes left of that episode. I mean, you can delay me by ten minutes. No, you were outside my door. I cut my shit short too. Oh yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. Could be worse. I was trying to actively get in your door though. Like I had the key and everything. Um, I had both of them deadbolted, or I had my deadbolt on. Yeah. Um, okay. You carry my key with you? It's on my keychain. Oh. How pretty. Yeah, now I got janitor keys because of the grad school. Or because of the... Custodian? Because the, uh, the keys for, like, the band hall, all the storage rooms and stuff. Uh, and they're already, like, tearing through the pocket on my Aperture Science hoodie. Makes I don't, me sad. I don't know how you feel, but do you, do you feel kind of like a badass? Because you got all those keys, like... Uh, You've got some sense of authority now, if you think about it. It's really going to be, like, to me, the same amount of authority I had as the symphonic band section leader. Not so, a lot. So. <laughs> Very little. I'm, I'm, it's in my head, it's just a job. Um, so, I mean, it's a job that I'll do my best in. I swear to God, if people try to walk over me again, I will fucking end them. I will not have a repeat of a whole semester's worth of people being late to shit. They get, like, a chance, and I'm like, all right, motherfucker, you're out. Because I'm just not going to deal with it this time around. Reason will prevail. <laughs> Pickles will prevail. Um, what else happened? Okay, so Christmas happened. How about you run down your Christmas list, and I'll run... Or, uh, what you got for Christmas, and I'll run down mine. I don't want to do that. Special holiday edition of the Always Wrong Podcast, several weeks after the fact. I think I went home, and that was the highlight of my day. I see. My, my, my break. I really liked going home. I went back. Are you done? <laughs> <laughs> I do that thing where I just I am an asshole and interrupt people and go on with my stories and don't let them finish. That's fine. I do that to you. All the time. I realized I did. Like I think while I was down there, I was like, "Fuck!" I never let people finish what they're gonna say. I also. It's like I get this. bored. And like I haven't heard myself talk in a little while. I better interject here. Well, it's okay. I've realized that I like to have 16 different conversations at one time with one person. Oh, yeah. Um, so my mom the other day, she was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, I am so lost right now. To hear. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, let's see. I went home. I didn't hit a coyote this time. Hey! That was good. So it was, a, it was a pleasant drive. I went to the farm first, stayed with my family for a few days. Uh, so I went down the 23rd, and then I was out of there on the 26th. So I was there for three days. And then I went to my friend Alex's house in College Station and stayed there the rest of the time. Oh, I was like, you were gone a fuck ton of time. <laughs> yeah, no, I I tend to, to me, base camp is Alex's house because it's closest to things to do. Ah, I see. The, the farm is out in the middle of nowhere and is, you know, at least an hour from anything fun. And so it's like, well, I can sit at home. <laughs> Not really browse the internet, because it's like Verizon, like a cell phone card, so it's fast, but it doesn't have a lot of data for you, to, or like... Is it like a hotspot? Yeah, it's like a hotspot, oh, okay. so there's there's a, a hard data limit that, like, I don't want to go over, because my dad has to pay exorbitant fees for... for <laughs> exorbitant? No, wow. SAT words today. Yeah. Um, what else? Let's see. Normally, normally for Christmas... Uh, I'm an asshole, and I just say, give me money or just buy me this thing. And then this time, I did something different, which I should have been doing a long time. I just had an Amazon wish list and just shared it to my family and said, just give me something on this list. It'll, any of these items will make me 
you know, happy and surprised to open on Christmas morning. Because when you know what you're going to get, or you just get money, you get your gift, and there's no, like, magic to it. So, let's see, I put stuff on there. I didn't expect... I put, like, uh, the HID, like, kit for my Volt, just, just maybe if someone wanted to get that. I put a bunch of video games, I put a two-pound bag of cashew, chocolate-covered cashews. <laughs> Sorry, my beard is very long and soft, and I'm playing with it right now. Um, and, like, a little synthesizer and all kinds of stuff. <coughs> so, come Christmas morning, I don't actually know what I'm gonna get, and I didn't, I haven't, like, experienced that since childhood. So that was nice, and I got a, a synthesizer. It's a little, I think the brand's like Arturo, Arturo or something like that. But it's hey, just he's my cousin. But it's their, it's their smallest and, and most simplest, most simple synthesizer, synthesizer. Um, <laughs> and it's been a shitload of fun because I've been emulating the opening synth track to uh, Freeze Pops. Let's uh, let's talk more rock. Is the song. Because I, I figured out how to actually just program that into there, so I just hit a button, a key, and just start it. I just hit the octave key every now and then and change the speed, so it, it just like goes into the song. Really? Yeah, I, awesome. I should show you. It's really fun. And then, because I, I've had a talk box for years, and now with the synthesizer, I can do all the talk box stuff from a Snarky Puppy's uh, Sleeper. And I just need someone to play the chords on, a, on electric piano, so nope. I can just solo over it for nope. days. I'll play it on banjo. Uh, that wouldn't work at all. Um, what else? I did get that two two pound bag of chocolate covered cashews. I got through half of it just while I was down there, and there's still like I don't know sixteen nuts left. Not a lot. I just I have a I, I like cashews, and then I like milk chocolate. And when you combine the two, I can't stop eating them. <laughs> Um, I have a problem. Really, I think my biggest Christmas gift is honestly moving to an apartment that's smaller but still nice. Because now I can, like, afford to live here and not think about that all the time while I'm just trying to exist in my house. And, uh... What else? Oh, yeah, I'm starting grad school. That's kind of a thing. You already said that. I did. Can uh, I talk now? Sure. <laughs> Go right ahead. So... I went back home the day after Christmas because um, I had to work, um, which was fine. I mean, made some money. But uh, driving down there, I was kind of worried about because it was when the blizzard was supposed to hit here and it was when uh, shit was supposed to hit the fan. I have a lot to talk about the blizzard, but please continue. And um, driving over there, the first, you know, four hours were great. It was fucking nice. It wasn't windy. And then we got out of the mountains, and we fucking tried to go through the woods to Grandma's house we go, and holy shit, like, fucking God must have sneezed, and all the snow must have come with him, but it was fucking, like, I couldn't see five feet in front of me. It was bad, yeah. Um, so I was literally going 45 on, like, the 75. It took an extra hour and a half. Uh, this was... Was this near El Paso or coming back to Lubbock? Going to El Paso. Going to El Paso. Yeah. Really? Um, so it took, I think, like an extra 45 minutes to get home because of how slow we were going. God. Yeah, and then we get to El Paso, and it's fucking pouring rain. And then I get to my house, and it's like fucking snow like crazy. Jeez. Um, I was taking my drum set in, and to give you kind of like a how hard it was coming down on my bass drum, 
I took it out, and the front, like, the head, it was completely covered in snow in, like, a 45-second walk. Jeez. Yeah. It wasn't even bad. It was take it out of the trunk, close the trunk door, and walk 20 feet into my front door. And it was just covered. God. Yeah, it was a shit ton. I was I had never seen that much snow there before. Because it doesn't fucking snow there. It's always hot as shit. <laughs> it's El Paso. Yeah. It's like the desert. Um... um Jinx. <laughs> Show me a soda. Uh, yeah, that's weird that it was that cold and rainy in El Paso because it's just never either of those two things. Um, I was so far east in Texas that uh, I think the coldest we got was like 36 one night, which sucks. But I mean, it never it never snowed or anything. It was it was cold and wet and miserable. But back in Lubbock, uh, it was their third largest snowstorm on record. But uh, really, when, what? What's their first? How long ago? Um, I don't remember the dates. I think one was in the fifties, one was in the eighties, then the most recent one. The one in the fifties was the most snow. It snowed hard for four days. Wow. Um, and then <laughs> in the eighties, it snowed hard for two days. But I'm trying to remember what made these storms different. I think total snowfall for the one in the fifties was the highest. The temperatures for the 80s one were the lowest, and then for this one, the winds were the highest. We had gusts of, like, 63 miles an hour. Holy and shit. that made really deep snow drifts. And so the buildings that collapsed, the wind was churning up that snow and making it pile up, you know, higher than the... Because it only snowed, like, 11 and a half inches or something. Like, almost a foot. But when it gets blown into snow drifts that are, like, five feet thick, then it's super heavy, and that it made that building across from my apartment collapse. It made a part of that Gene Messer dealership collapse. A bunch of carports collapsed. So, yeah. Uh, and the funny thing was, before then, you know, the, the, t- the few times I'd experienced snow, it just kind of, you know, it shuts the city down for a day, and then it's gone the next day. Um, and I always thought to myself, like, I'd only seen two snowplows. I, I remember it was after my recital. We were all going out to, uh, to eat at BJ's, and I took 289 for some stupid reason. That was a mistake. It, that made us like an, it took like an hour. It was awful. Really? Just just to get across town. Holy shit! And people like it was it was a banked part of two eighty nine. So uh-huh. people were starting to slide towards the middle, and I was like, oh jeez, I really don't want to total this part. <laughs> this was you know not long after I totaled the last one on ice. I'm like, fuck no, please. Maybe you just make bad decisions. Bro. I do make bad decisions. I do that all the time, and um, so basically, uh, I saw the two plows running up and down two eighty nine. I'm like, huh. I feel like they'd have more plows. I guess those are just the two that are assigned to 289. Fast forward to this storm, and I can, I'm following the the city itself, and like the police and the fire fire department are on. They have their own respective you know social media pages, namely Facebook. And um, I keep seeing pictures of the fire trucks are stuck in the snow. Uh, nurses can't get to the hospital because the snow is on the roads. So they like a four by four club, like a bunch of jeeps and some Toyotas that were jacked up with big tires. Uh, we're just taking nurses to their jobs. And it's like, oh, that's cool that they team together. Or the road's not clear. And then they start, you know, the whole debriefing process after the fact. And they release the equipment list of all the stuff they had at their disposal. Why would they do that? Transparency, I guess, to show what they... It's 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 part of a... Not like a state of the city address, but just like a... And after the fact, here's the report on what happened. Okay. So it was like the mayor sent out a thing saying, so this is what we, what we know and what happened. So basically... The storm hit hardest on, like, the 26th and 27th, I think. It might be maybe the 28th, I don't remember. The National Weather Service in Lubbock uh, warned them on the 23rd 
that this was going to be a big deal. And if they have any kind of preparations they need to make, they need to start making them. Uh, I don't know if they prepared at all. I mean, it's the holidays. More than likely, people were just at home. They just didn't really consider it. Um, I know they made plans for an emergency operations center. So basically, they just pick a conference room somewhere and just load it full of people coordinating. It's it's funny. Um, the My supervisor I worked for in code enforcement, I saw him in some of those pictures. And whenever there's a disaster situation and they need just personnel managers, mm-hmm. uh, people like him will get shipped to the thing. So, like, do you remember Hurricane Sandy? Yeah. Uh, he actually was flown to the East Coast to help manage the the really? relief effort for that. It's just interesting to me that, you know, normally he's running a little code enforcement thing that does inspection and weed and rubbish and whatever. But then when shit hits the fan, he goes off and tells people what to do. So it just strikes me as interesting. So um, they're set up in emergency operations centers and they're determining what to do. They're, they're, their number one priority is, you know, loss of life, making sure nobody freaking dies. So that's keeping the power on so people don't lose heat. Um, as far as I know, power outages were not too common, but they were in various areas. It wasn't like a citywide problem, but like certain parts of the city would lose power for a few hours. And the problem therein is getting the crews to where the power line is broken, because then you have to figure out where it is in the snow with the roads being shitty. So I don't, I don't know how they manage that. So they released their equipment list, and there's only two snowplows on it. Oh, Mr. Plow, and it's, like it, Dandy Man, it's Mr. Plow. Exactly. So, I'm reading the list. It's a lot of Earth movie equipment, which I expect, because they're, they're probably not that prepared for this, so they're getting, like, all the public work stuff they have, and the front loaders, backhoes, and, and what have you, just to clear the roads. And I only see two snowplows. We have ten salt trucks. Now, these salt trucks are not, like, dump trucks with big beds on them. They're little one-ton flatbeds with just, like, a salt hopper attached to it. Do... I could have sworn I saw some big trucks though. Like, I they um, I think they got the the text dot text department of transportation uh-huh. involved in this. They they did create a um, they declared as a, a a disaster basically, mm-hmm. saying that we need state funds or, or federal fund whatever the fund level was. So it's more than likely they did get help from mm-hmm. the, part, the department of transportation, which I I think that's that's probably what you saw. Oh, okay. Um. But we have two plows, and a third has been ordered on the way. And I remember thinking, I've always joked that we had two plows, but we actually only have two plows. And, like, I think the rule of thumb is something like, you know, for every for every lane of thoroughfare you have running across the city, you have, it, like, for every street running, you need to have at least one lane open. So, like, think of all the big, the big name roads running through Lubbock. You know, 19th, 34th, University. 50th, University, Avenue Q, and all those big roads. Like, 19th especially goes to the hospital. So things that intersect with 19th need to be clear. Yeah. And those are each, like, four to six lane roads. You know, two to three lanes in either direction. And we have two plows. You can't conceivably keep them clear that way. It's just, it's ridiculous to me that we have so few plows. And what struck me as odd was, the there was a point that in the, uh, the mayor's um, debriefing that said, we're aware that all of you are concerned about the number of plows, but you need to understand that this was... An anomaly in terms of what the storm was. It, they're usually never this big, but I think. But then I think back to you know my recital when it snowed, that one day when I first got to tech when it snowed. How every time it snows, the roads aren't clear. They just never are. And I mean, I guess it's okay for the city to shut down for a day, but I mean, I feel like the right number of plows is somewhere in the ten to twenty range, or ten to fifteen, or something like that. You know, one, you know, maybe one plow for each lane in any direction on a thoroughfare. So, like, keep the big roofs of the hospitals open. 
that that makes sense to me. Mm. They quoted the price of a new snowplow as two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Oh, that seems ludicrously high. And so, like when he when he's mentioned all this and it's it's transcribed on Facebook and the comments are just like, why don't we have more snowplows and why don't we just get plows attachment attachments for the, the for the police SUVs or plow attachments for the public works dump trucks. I agree with the public works dump trucks plow attachments. That makes sense. Uh, you could just load those up with fill dirt, and then they have all the weight they need just to just to push snow around. Uh, I don't think you really want to put a snow plow on a like a Tahoe, what they drive for the police cruises here. It's not a heavy enough vehicle. It'll just hit it and get stuck. It's that's just the way. <laughs> exactly. It's it was a lot of snow. A foot of snow on the road, and you know, having it get crushed down and stuff. You need a a large vehicle to push that. But they had, like, backhoes and, um, and front-end loaders. I don't think they had a bulldozer, but they did have, like, a great all. One of those big road graders mm-hmm. just taking care of snow. It's like, that's technically a snowplow. It's like, I get it. It just struck me off that they're so ill-prepared for it. And mm-hmm. it's like, and, you know, people are getting fired up the comments. Like, it's, you don't have to clear this disaster if you knew what you were doing. It's like, I, I, I find it hard to pick a side here because uh, having worked for the city, they, they do the best they can. If you're not in the the actual situation room, you don't really know what's going on. That's just kind of across the board. You know, it seems like the government handles things silly, but you're not there. It's just that's just the way it is. So I agree that this wasn't this this storm was an outlier. You know, third third largest in in Lubbock's history. So okay, I'll give them that. But two plows? Are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Two plows? It's bullshit. It's it's just silly how few plows we have. And so the city was... The roads were impassable for like four or five days. Really? And so, like, I don't know how much food you keep in the house, but, I mean, maybe maybe three to four days at most. If, if I had... Um, I was originally planning to come back up to Lubbock to return my other house key on, like, the 31st. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would have made it in or out if I had come up here. I'm glad I turned it in early. Um... Yeah. Oh, so you were able to turn it Yeah, in? I did eventually just call them. You know, I kept thinking, it's like, that sounds really stupid that I'm going to do that. I better call them and just see if I can turn it in. So I left a message like, yeah, you can turn it in whenever you want. I'm like, ah. I told you. Stupid <clears throat> fuck. Yeah, I, I, I misunderstood the, the lease terms. And then when I was in the, the, the park indoctrination room of uh, the lease video, um, then I'm watching that video. It's like, that was the same as my last uh, lease agreement. Shit, can I not turn that in? So I got confused. Um, but this is an apartment complex. That's a house. Landlord it's, versus it's, a corporation. Yeah, well, I mean, it was. It's the same TAA contract. Oh, that's that's what I mean. Like the names are different, but the terms are very similar. I, get you. Um, I knew weather was bad over here because, like I said, my last day at work was the twenty sixth. My boss called me on the twenty seventh. Just he was like, "Hey, uh, were you supposed to work today?" And I was like. No. He was like, okay, good. Um, I was just calling everybody. Um, we're not going to open for the oh, next yeah. day or two. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to go back to like the, the fifth. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, some of the some of the businesses I follow were, were saying that uh, same thing, just like we're not opening today for, for safety of our workers and for you guys. It's like, yeah, it makes sense because the roads were awful. And I, I remember just driving back, um, God, like 50 or 80 miles out on 84, there was still ice next to the road and like snow banks and stuff I'm oh like, yeah i'm like oh geez well we still have fucking mountains yeah little little pushed up snow where uh, people did eventually plow the roads and stuff but i feel like a good solution would have been 
I guess if you get can... a flamethrower, put it on the sides of the cars and just fucking melt it. That's, that's what we should. That's what we need to invest in. Fucking flamethrowers, just burn everything. I okay. My my opinion on this, and it's not a learned <laughs> opinion, is um they need they just need to get more snow plows to keep like. I don't know, six more on hand, so that when the snow finally, you know, does start to pile up and it's bad, they can clear routes to the hospitals quickly. It just, it seems like a no-brainer, but, I mean, I wasn't here, I don't know how hard the snow was falling, but still, it was like, wow, this is way rougher than it needs to be. But yeah, city shut down for like four days. I can't remember, I was in high school in El Paso. Um, I may have told this story on this podcast before, but uh, a while ago... Um, the city shut down for about four days because it was cold. No snow. Just fucking froze. And a lot of our pipes froze. There was random power outages for minutes at a time, like 15 to 30 minutes. You had no power. Mm -hmm. Um, it was hard to get water. Um, like everything just fucking froze. Um, to the point where I didn't go to school for three days. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it wasn't just cold temperatures, it was like rain that froze? Nope. Or what? Just cold. Um, there was some rain, but it wasn't even like, like monsoon or anything. It was just fucking like rain. Some small rain. But I guess it was just that fucking cold. If it was, if it was constant enough, um... What, what could have happened is, you know, what makes power go out in the winter is snow or ice collects on the power lines, weighs them down, and they break. So if enough, like in Lubbock, if enough snow falls, um, the big power lines from the uh, from the power plant are in jeopardy, or just the residential lines running back and forth. If enough ice builds up on there and layers and freezes, it'll just bring the line down. And so then power companies have to go out and you know reattach it, break the ice off, stuff like that. Because power lines don't get, like, warm doing their job unless everyone just like kicks on a bunch of electricity i they it would they don't really get that warm in terms of uh so it wouldn't just it wouldn't like de-ice itself it would just freeze up and just stuff would just start to collapse <laughs> what do i do now yeah so like uh, it sounds like el paso had um cold enough temperatures and enough humidity that the water vapor in the air was starting to just condense to things and weigh them down so, like, was there ice on the roads at all, or... I don't know. I wasn't driving. I fucking right. stayed home. <laughs> yeah. Not just a... Stayed home. Uh, no, when I got back, um, it was, I think, Friday or Saturday Friday. that it snowed again. And it wasn't it wasn't a shitload of snow, but it was enough to... Uh, Alex and I had to run to the, the grocery store, because Alex brought his immersion cooker, which is basically a fancy heating element with a with a little uh, pump in it to move water through it so it keeps water at a precise temperature. It sounds ridiculous, but we did make some some great uh, lemon pepper chicken and steaks. You know, you could also make that in the oven. I know. And on the grill. Yeah. You know, fucking I, I bring crazy shit. I thought it was silly too, but then he then we tried it and it was like I wonder if this is going to be any good cuz neither of us are like chefs. We're, we're food retarded and so i think as long as you follow the the you know the instructions well there were instructions but they didn't have like specific amounts for the seasoning oh, so like yeah. i just i just like took lemon pepper and salt and just th threw it onto a plate and just like slapped the chicken on both sides like <laughs> i hope that's not too much fucking salt <laughs> and like i just like touched a finger to the to the to the rub and i'm like fuck that salty and i was like oh, what have i done and then the chicken came out like fuck this is really good it was yeah. like i like i i cut up cut in the chicken ate it was like well, hot damn 
Yeah, well, you have to keep in mind, you ate the rub by itself. This one cooks, you know, you get the grease a little bit, some falls off, and then you have the rest of the fucking chicken. I don't know. I I just think the the steaks were kind of the same way, where it's like the rub was super salty, but Mm -hmm. the rub was, one part of the rub was just salt and pepper, and the other part of the rub was just uh, Tony Satchery's, the... uh, that Cajun spice. Yeah. The Tony Satchery side was super tasty. The other rub was, like, too salty. So yeah. we we need to just decide what ratio we want. So probably less salt to pepper. I uh, like to use adobo. What is that? It's like a seasoning, like a general purpose seasoning. Oh, okay. Um, but sometimes I forget that it's really fucking salty. And I'll... Uh, make like a steak or something and I'm not paying attention to how much I'm putting and I bite into it and it's like I fucking got a brick of salt it's just and like, decided to maybe put some meat on it yeah and it's just the worst so yeah I've had a couple of uh you know some really shitty fucking yeah cooking I mean cooking if you just follow the directions usually it'll turn out okay but then when you start to stray from the directions or you just don't care like we did things will things will go awry yeah like Typically, people tend to like my cooking, but my cooking is like hamburger helper, and then the one, and then the pot roast I make that tends to go okay. But it's it, it's just following the directions. There's no real room for flexibility there. Yeah, like I, I really don't get scratch ingredients and then like make shit. Like I guess I could, but I like to do that every now and then. Um, I like to go get the chicken, wring its neck, pluck the feathers. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I like to get a, I like to get a hatch an egg, raise the chicken, become its friend, then oh. kill it, then eat it. So Man. I get the full emotional gamut of of raising <laughs> to eating. That made me very sad. It happens. Oh, we uh, we butchered chickens when we had them. Yeah, I saw my grandma. They even had names, <laughs> and now they don't. <laughs> they don't have brains. Oh shit! Yeah. Okay, I have a few things that I want to talk about now. Sure. It just popped into my head. You can choose. You can talk about Donald Trump, because he's my favorite guy in the whole wide world. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can talk about It's Always Sunny. Or we can talk about me. Let's get Donald Trump out of the way. All right. What the fuck is up with him kicking everybody out of his fucking rallies? Um, <clears throat> well, if you take him at face value and then you know assume that he is as crazy as he sounds... Um, he's getting people with dissenting opinions out of the rally, and so that, for publicity's sake, it looks like everybody's on his side. I, I imagine at every, really at any politician's rally, the way the cameras are positioned to take the pictures make the crowds look huge. They might not be that big for, for every candidate, that's just how it goes. Um, and then you remove the people or crop out the people with the pro- the signs that say shit about you, just like... God damn it, Trump, what are you doing? Like, they, they, they hide those people. So, he's making it... You can see he's good? Okay. Nope, nope. <laughs> he's, uh, <laughs> he's making it appear as if um, that everyone in his rally is on his side. But even still, when you, when you look... When any of these politici- politici- politicians... Politicians. Um, if you look at the, you know, like the, the demographic makeup of the people that are featured in, like, the press photo... For each candidate, you're going to get, like, a hodgepodge. Like, for, for Bernie Sanders, it's, like, young hipster folks. For Donald Trump, it's a bunch of, like, fat white people. And just so on and so forth. And so it's just, it's, you're, you're, you're not only picking a demographic, but, I mean, whoever you appeal to the most is going to show up to the rally. And then people are going to, the counter to that's going to show up. So you probably just hide them. So that's what that is. Like product placement, kind of? Yeah, the, the 
weird, weird-ass conspiracy thought. The weird-ass conspiracy theory side of things would be um, either Donald Trump is, like, playing us all and he's just pretending to run for president and he's just going as crazy as possible so he can do his best to dismantle the Republican Party. Because right now, the problem they have is they've got their core set of values that they've had forever, which is, like, fiscally conservative, small government, what have you. And that's been perverted into uh, crazy right-wing stuff, uh, really religious-based, and what have you. So, right now, even though the party gets weird sometimes, both parties are not that different. They're, they're, they're a, you know, a political uh, industry that, that gets people elected. That's their job, basically. And so, I feel like, for the Democrats, they don't really... Democrats. For the Democrats, they don't really want Bernie Sanders there. For the Republicans, they don't really want Trump there. Because they're bringing out the voting people they don't really want. So, like, right now, the, right now, when now we're in 2016, if you watch the message from where people start to now to where they end up for the actual election, their message is going to get pretty radical at first. Right now it's starting to even out. And then it's going to get as middle of the road as possible. So that they're wrangling in people early to get the nut jobs that'll vote to get them in the primaries. And then as they go on, they get more middle ground so that everybody will vote for them. Mm. So they, they go from really crazy to less crazy. And that's that's across the board. Does that make me crazy? Maybe. Um, <laughs> and so if you look at all the other candidates, you know, the big name candidates like like Jeb and, and uh, some of the... I can't remember the other ones. I, I'm, I'm out of touch. But basically, what they said at the beginning and what they're saying now is starting to kind of go towards the middle now. And that's that's everybody. Trump's not that way. For some reason, uh, he's hammering, you know, doubling down on the crazy, and people are, and his numbers keep improving. This presents a problem. This makes the Republican Party a group of whack jobs, and really, they're not. Like, I would, I imagine the majority of them are, are fairly normal, intelligent people. But what makes the news is the crazy folk. Mm-hmm. And again, with the Democrats, the the bleeding heart uh, Tumblr folk that complain about gender norms are not fully representative of the Democratic Party. Mostly just normal business folk, whatever. So he, by all intents and purposes, he shouldn't be as popular as he is. We, you know, we like to think that most people in the country are pretty moderate and pretty intelligent, so they wouldn't vote for him. But if you watch politics, and especially politics dealing with the Republican Party, what their message has become, it's gotten more and more radical. It's gotten weirder and weirder, and. Now, now they've got a problem. Their voter base is too crazy. Or, and that, I, that doesn't mean the majority. The people who vote, the, the old fogies who are stuck watching Fox News all day and are just getting more and more afraid so they, they think they can change things by voting and they don't, realize, they don't really read into the policies that are being enacted and realize how it's hurting them in the end. So they, they're getting too radical is radicals maybe not the right word but just getting too weird and so trump's getting more and more popular and he's staying popular even though he's saying ridiculous things and then normally by now he should be evening out but he's not and so what's going to happen what or not what's going to happen what's like what's liable to happen is you get a big big divide in the in the republican party or in the in any conservative party really where where if they boot out trump because like we can't elect you He'll just run as independent. 
and he could win that way. If he, he's like, he's basically walking out there like, I am untethered and my rage knows no bounds. And, and, just, <laughs> and so then he can really say whatever he wants and really get a shitload of crazy people on his side. So then the question is, what if that happens on the Democratic side? Where, if you look at uh, Bernie Sanders numbers, they keep growing in comparison to Hillary's and Hillary's not looking as electable. Like it seemed like earlier in the race, it was like, well, it's cute that Bernie Sanders is there, but he's not going to win. He's just this old fogey from Vermont. Why would we ever vote for him? Mm-hmm. But he keeps getting endorsed by people, and he keeps having really good political responses to uh, whenever uh, Hillary's campaign does attacks. Most recently, um, she, uh, I think, tried to claim that he's going to dismantle healthcare, mm-hmm. and he responded with a picture. Of him and her that she wrote and signed saying, like, I'm really happy with what you're doing with healthcare from 1993. So it's like, clearly you're just digging at me. Here's a picture of you agreeing with me with what my plan is from 1993. And you signed it. So instead of coming up and, like, throwing mud, he just, like, presented a fact. Like, here's what you actually said. And it's, and in that response, and um, because of that, people are just donating to him. So he gained, like, an extra million bucks just from that move. Wow. And the... So he's an outlier. He's not using the traditional PAC and super PAC systems to get money. It's all donations from just random people. I think the average donation's like 40 bucks, 20 bucks, something like that. But he's making plenty of money. He doesn't actually have a finance team. Hmm. He just has a like a, a campaign team, you know, controlling his message and what have you. Yeah. But I mean, for whatever reason, the, the folks that are involved on social media <clears throat> are taking it upon themselves to really hone in what his message is, explain it clearly, and get people on his side. Meanwhile, Hillary's using traditional tactics that everyone is fed up with. Like, I think collectively, most people are like, we really don't want to, it's like, it's, it's becoming how obvious the, the political game is, and no one really wants to participate that way anymore. And so, it's starting to look a little bit like she's losing popularity, where it's looking like, clearly, she's the candidate that is most supported. It's what She's the candidate the Democratic Party wants, but then then Bernie is the um, people's champ. candidate that people want. And so the question then is, when we get to the primaries, if they throw off Trump and they throw out Bernie, then it becomes painfully obvious that both parties aren't listening. They've got their own choice in mind and they're going to make it. Mm-hmm. So then you have the possibility of both Trump and Sanders running independent. That becomes interesting then. Then you have effectively a three-party system at that point, where you've got... You got the the Democrats with like a, a Hillary, the Republicans with a well not a Ted Cruz. They he's born in Canada. He actually can't run for president. So oops. Um, <laughs> I don't remember. Who, I probably Jeb is going to end up being their their front runner. So it's going to be a Jeb and Clinton. It's going to be a Bush and Clinton race again. If that's if if Bernie and uh, uh, Trump. Yeah, sorry, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> so so Bernie and Don are, are out. Do they both run independent? And then do you have a debate between those two? Do you have a debate between the independents and the other parties? Do they all just go up on stage at once? What the hell happens at that point? It makes it makes things interesting. So, funny things, I think on both sides, but funny things are happening with the, the chair people of these parties. So, like, for the DNC, um, the woman that runs it was, like, used to be a part of the Hillary campaign back in 2008. And a lot of the people on that board were part of the Hillary campaign. So it's like... This seems fishy. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, clearly they really want Hillary to win, but it's getting harder and harder to defend her. Not that she's a bad person, but the the email scandal 
the the whole like attack on Bernie for the healthcare thing, even though that's clearly not what she thought back in 1993. And so you've got her with a record of, I mean, the the email thing is basically you breached yeah, the contract settings. Like up. this is this is confidential information you cannot share. It's like I'll just keep it on my own server. There's no guarantee of security at that point. So you know, confidential files could have been leaked. It's it's a breach of a uh, of confidentiality. Meanwhile, Bertie's been like the same angry old grandfather for like 40 years, where it's like on the issues that he's talking about now, if you go back to when these were kind of voted on back in, back in time, his message is still the same. And mm -hmm. so that's, that's appealing to people. It's like, oh, he's kind of been... Consistent? Consistent, extremely consistent for like for four decades. It's like, Hillary's like, well, I didn't vote for the Iraq War. It's like, actually, you did when we look back at your voting record. And then you look back at Bernie's and he's like... Yeah, I didn't. And it's on video of him going like, I don't support this. This isn't a good idea. And so it's just, it's like, over and over again, I don't, I don't know what they would have to do to make her more appealing. It's, all they've really got is that she's a woman. And that's not good enough. I mean, that doesn't, that sounds wrong. <laughs> yeah, that sounded really bad, Bill. <clears throat> uh, how can I make that not sound extremely sexist? I, I'm, I'm sure there are capable female politicians out there. I don't think Hillary's the right choice. I think she's just proven that she's really, her only interests are whoever she's working for. Like her top donators are banks and shit. And so, you know, the, the suspicion is it's like, well, clearly she's just doing all this stuff for the banks. I mean, it, it's hearsay. I don't have any proof of that, but that's the, that's the general assumption. And I, when I say general assumption, that's just the group of people I interact with on the internet. That's again, that's hearsay and a, and a bubble. That's probably not really representative of the, of the nation as a whole. What was your next topic? Because, oh wait, well, is that does that even answer your question? That went off on a tangent. That it's fine. I was just making. You're just like, why does he keep kicking people out of his rally? Because he's a politician, and they're very controlling about their message. So if there's people at the rally saying, you know, dump Trump and what have you, he's going to remove them, as any politician would. Let's see. What was your other topics? Uh, what were they? Trump. One was about you, and one was about. <laughs> it's gonna be painful for people to listen to because they can just go back and listen to it. Yeah, technically could. we could, but then I have to find it, and pause it, and there's a risk of breaking it. So I don't want to do that. Um, I said Trump. It's always sunny. That's what you said. Oh yeah. Oh thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I am up to here. I'm... So <clears throat> I just started the newest season. season well, 10. I guess the newest one on Netflix. The newest one on Netflix is season ten. Yeah. Season eleven premiered like last week. Yeah, and it's supposed to be super good. Like, there's a Charlie McDennis two in really? it. Really? And I, I really want to see the next season, but I it might if be. It's on Hulu already. I don't know. Huh? Uh, could we have the sound or the tech guys check to see if it's on Hulu? Thanks. Um. So, I just started the new season on Netflix, and, um, holy shit is it good. Yep. It is fucking hilarious. Um, I, I like the Psycho Pete one, and if you haven't, you know, watched them, <laughs> you should skip forward until we're no longer talking about this. But, um, hey, Modern Family is on, uh, the new episodes of Modern Family are on Hulu. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> Jesus Christ. <laughs> The Psycho Pete one is hilarious. Um, I love Dennis's little outburst when they're in the fucking, like, doctor or whatever. Mm -hmm. 
And he like fucking yells at he Dean. He just looks just, over to Dean. It's like you didn't even consider the smell, you bitch. Yeah. And it's just like she looks genuinely afraid for her life after that little outburst. Yeah. Because they're they're trying to get Pete's uh, uh, drugs, right? Yeah. And really, the drugs are for Dennis. Because, like, I think he ended up convincing himself that he was acting that way to get them or something like yeah. that. And <laughs> clearly the, 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 the doctor they're seeing is like, oh, my God, you need help. And so... Um, but I think my most favorite part... Oh, the tech guy, by the way, says we do have season 11 on Hulu. Season 11, episode 1 is on there. Um, Thanks, tech guy. Yeah, Charlie McDennis is on there. Um, good job, man. Is it the full episode? Yep, full episode, 21 minutes. Actually, I'm going to have to watch that. But uh, I could not stop laughing when he looks at her and just fucking says that he's going to chop her up into fucking little pieces. Chop little pieces, I'm going to put you in a box, a glass box. It's yeah. just like... <clears throat> and I lost my shit. I don't know why I thought it was so funny, but I did. And um, I was in Odessa with my girlfriend's family and whatnot, and um, her brother's girlfriend or fiancé or whatnot is there as well right and her and i always mess around with each other like pick on each other and stuff mm-hmm. and uh she said something to me and i looked at her and i said that to her just she dead in her eyes and she was like oh god that was very descriptive <laughs> <laughs> she was like that was too descriptive for me and i just could not like stop laughing i loved it it's just so fucking outrageous it's, here's what i i like about the show um the thing about It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, it's drawn a lot of parallels to the, the show Seinfeld, to the show Curb Your Enthusiasm. For it's, it's, it's situational comedy, but the characters are not good people. They are very bad people. <laughs> to quote uh, the season, I like to uh, throw a, bag, a balloon of champagne on homeless guys. Yeah. Pop it on his head and say, what's the other side taste like? Or something yes, like that. So, whatever that, yeah, whatever. that line was. You, you Basically, get the Normal sitcoms, you know, they have a pilot, and the first season's pretty good, and then, like, everybody negotiates to get more money, so the characters start to look better. Like, they'll, they might even hire in a, 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 a prettier actress or actor, and the characters start to look better, they act better, and they become, like, superhuman at some point. Song of Sunday in Philadelphia is not that way. The, the pilot, they're awful people in the pilot, <laughs> and it just goes downhill from there. For, yep. With Dennis... His, he's so insane. He's so psychopathic that it it's there's glimpses of it in the earlier seasons. And if you've watched the later ones, you go back. It's even funnier because it's like, oh, you, and you see you see it in his eyes and just in his acting and stuff. And he's losing his goddamn mind over <laughs> things, especially the star rating episode. Oh my where god! Someone rates him like a one star, and he can't separate the conversation from that fact. He'll keep going out <laughs> on dates with people to get ratings, and it just gets him lower. He just doesn't see that. And so, let's see. Frank starts as like an asshole businessman, and then he moves in with Charlie, and just gets more and more disheveled and weird and just crazy. My Dean? favorite Frank episode has to be the flu one. The boys to men one where he fucking oh, yeah. shaves his body entirely. I just want to be pure. That yeah. has to be one of my favorite Frank episodes. So, let's see. So Frank just com- becomes, you know, crazier and more disheveled. Dee kind of starts as like the, the straight man character where she's like, guys, come on, what are we doing? And then she gets more narcissistic and more crazy and more manipulative. She but then, gets so shit on. But also manipulated and shit on by the rest of the group. 
Was it? It's, it was in the most recent season where she and Charlie kind of start to hang out a little. I just saw that episode. And how awkward that is. Yeah. It's just like, oh, this, is, this isn't the normal group dynamic at all. Yeah. And then Charlie starts sort of sane. Then he gets really weird and, like, you see how detached he is from reality yeah. and how uneducated and how he can't read and stuff. <laughs> but then you watch the episode of Charlie work. And you start to get the impression that Charlie's holding this whole thing together. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what the hell? It's like, he can't... It's like crazy, but the way he made the bar get that health inspection. How everything was carefully coordinated. Yeah. And he's like, guys, I do this every year. And they just never notice. It's like, the way the gang just collectively forgets about things. How they forget how Cricket was set on fire in the <laughs> apartment fire. Or the waiter that fucking had hot spaghetti on his face. Yeah, it's just like... If it wasn't, you know, relevant to them, they don't really, they don't really give a shit. Yeah, <laughs> they'll say that. This is a great show. If you have not seen it yet, I it's highly recommended. It's so like sure from both of us. Max thing is how he, how he's so in denial about every aspect of his life, <laughs> and how that becomes more and more clear. Where it's just like a burden when he's trying to act cool and he's so not like he tries to do his kung fu he tries to somehow project pr- badass project ba- he tries to prove he's not gay and like his brother comes in from town or country country mac, mac. i don't know if, is that even his brother i think it was his cousin or something oh, it had to be a cousin or something where it's like his cousin is so much cooler because he's honest <laughs> oh and my gay, and he's yeah. like loud and proud brother loud and proud nah he's like see see dudes <laughs> not <laughs> the dudes he's like seeing how nice that is how it's out in the open he's like why can't <laughs> she's like, god, god damn it I like in this newer episode when he comes into the fucking apartment he's like guys I'm not gonna let you dictate who I am anymore I'm finally gonna be happy and then they're like oh good and they're starting to kind of cheer him on and what does he end up actually saying he's like I'm gonna be with Dusty and Dusty's like a fucking some kind of chick and she's real hot oh she, Angel she's the one that's on PCP Angel. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um Oh funny. yeah, they keep pretending to have, have sex. sex when they open the office. They're just they're both like reading a magazine, just yeah. making noises across the room. It's hilarious. It, it was I I have not finished this season, but it is great up to now. Um, it's actually what kind of delayed our recording the podcast because I was watching this. Season. Of course, yeah. Um, but it was great. I fucking love this show. It's a it's a great show. It's just it the funny and I also like how. The side characters. How the side characters are all well done and well fleshed out. Yeah. Like, sometimes they'll get their own, like, story arc. Like, the waitress is her own person. Mm-hmm. But, like, in the episode where Charlie's a janitor at school, like, the, the insane clown posse kid. Oh, okay. Just, like, how that's, like, a great character and how well it's played by the actors there. And, like, you know, Rickety Cricket gets his own story. And he gets his <laughs> own... <laughs> I love how he was the fucking clean-cut guy. He was a priest. Just shit on entirely. Just by that life just fucking... Falls apart. Gosh. It's insane. I... This... It was... It's a great show. I mean, it's not for everybody, um, but it... There are some adult themes and language. (laughs) God damn damn it. God damn it. It's like, you fat, fat ass. You fat ass. What's, what episode is that from? I, I watched that recently. It's just D just like losing it on one character. Was it Mac? It had to be the season where Mac's fat, right? Oh, yeah. Let's not forget that the that Rob McElhenney gained like 40 pounds for yeah. one season then lost it between the next one. Just like, why? One day. Just to have a fat Mac that season. So when he's eating, he's like, mm. he's just like eating. He just, he wheezes and everything. Breathe and eat. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh man, we got to do a show just or a podcast just strictly on this. I, I think, think we can talk about. I think this that's probably. what we can do. Yeah. Sorry, I'm a little. Uh, went to bed real late last night. I, I, I could. I didn't go to sleep last night. I slept in like thirty minute increments every four hours, maybe it. It didn't work for me. I did not sleep. That's weird. I'm very excited about this mountain bike, which brings me to my next topic. Okay. Um, speaking about Project Badass as well, um, I'm going to get a GoPro. Um, I've wanted one for years now, and, you know, it'll help with jump covers um, to have a pretty decent camera and not have to fucking go to school and borrow a piece of shit um, <laughs> because people don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Um, so I'm gonna get a GoPro. <laughs> I just, you mentioned the H series, and she's like looking at a wall, and it's all the cameras you want, <laughs> but she doesn't see the letter H somewhere, or just Ooh. like the word series. She's like, oh, okay, just doesn't, and picks you out a crappy little handy cam. Handy has an H in it. That'll work. <sighs> the sheer disappointment. But I didn't want to send her back. Do you have literally anything else? <laughs> the same disappointment I had with that Prius. Yep, the handy cam is my Prius. Um,. Oh, so I'm going to do that. Another reason why I want to do is because I'm going to get my mounted bike, and it'd be kind of cool to, not here in Lubbock necessarily, but in El Paso, those trails. <laughs> that would be so exciting, mounting um, mountain biking in Lubbock. It's just flat. Well, there's a trail. Well, there's, like, go. bike trails here. Or you go to, like, Paladoro or something like that. Yeah, or um, Spring Lake. Um, Buffalo Spring Lake? Yeah, yeah. There, there's, like, a dirt bike trail, but I'm sure I can ride my bike there. Yeah. Um, And that... But another thing I was thinking we could possibly do with this podcast is uh, we go to school together. We spend a shit ton of time together. Um, we talked about doing podcasts on the go, but why not have like short three, four minute videos that we post on our YouTube page of random shit that we We need doing. to do something with the damn YouTube yeah, page. Yeah, because I'm not going to upload these fucking audios to YouTube. Oh my god, that means I have to do it. <laughs> Oh shit! You I can see, do it, but what are we gonna put as an image for fucking an hour long? There's two ways to go about this. Just throw up our 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 Train profile icon. No, that that image is too low low resolution. I will not allow oh, it. Oh, that's right. You made the always wrong. It's whatever. it's the shittiest logo ever, but it's it's the logo. It's what we got. Mm. Um, basically, just put that up in your video editor as a scene for the whole podcast, and just let it go that way for audio's sake. Or and this is the hard version of it. Whatever we're talking about, post shit. You relevance. throw up an image of something relevant. So if it's a video, you play part of the video in there. That would be a shitload of editing, though. Yeah. So what I can do is I can definitely do the picture for a long time. I can do that. That's easy. It's shitty, but it's easy. Let's do that, and then we'll maybe start doing the other one. And also with this GoPro, it's now even more possible to have video podcasts. I need to. Um, Maybe that's a stupid thing I'll do with my refund money. I'll uh, I'll get actual video editing software. Why? You can get Adobe Premiere. For? It's like 20 bucks a month if you're a student. Yeah, that's what I mean. Um, yeah, yeah, or you can just buy the full year subscription. It's like super cheap. Whatever. I yeah. just I have to do it. I'm already, or... I'm already paying 15 a month for the SoundCloud. <laughs> so that we can have all of our episodes up at the same time. I remember this. God damn. God damn. <laughs> so we played Rock Band yesterday. Oh, we did. We should go play again. I really had a good time. Um, that was fun. I wish we would have fucking destroyed my vocal cords. <laughs> I wish we had drums. Yeah. Yeah, we really are missing. Uh, let's see. Alex has the whole band kit. I should have had him bring it up. You see, if I wasn't 
spending so much money on my bikes and my GoPro. For some reason, I thought you were going to say your body. I'm not sure why. <laughs> I don't spend so much she money on my body. for my body. If I wasn't spending so much money on that already, I'd totally get a fucking Xbox One and get Rock Band so we can play together and stuff. But... It's like it's not fully justifiable. No, and you know my mountain bike is kind of <laughs> it's like a hobby, um, but it's also a way I used to get to school every day. I, Do you actually bike to school from here? I did uh, for a long time. Um, in the cold. Yeah, in the cold. Yeah, it was like gross. Uh, almost a year ago when I didn't have my car. Remember? <coughs> oh yeah. Yeah, um, and I would bike to school every day. Um, so that's kind of why I have this. Um, the GoPro I was able to justify a little now bit. We should, more. Now we should get a bike so we can be a Peloton and go to school together. Look at that. No. You wouldn't make it. No, I would die. How many miles is it from here? To, it's like 10? Yeah, I think it's about 9. Um, the first day I made it to school in like 35 minutes, maybe. Oh. Maybe a little bit less. And then it was to the point where the average was about 20 minutes. Um, my Jesus. best day was 18 minutes, and my average. I wouldn't. Miles per I wouldn't hour. make it to school. <laughs> my average I'd miles kill per over. hour was like 21 miles an hour. What's your What's your route when you're on a bike? Um, when I go from here to school, um, pretty much the gateway to the highway, the whole way. Oh, just the feeder road. Yeah. Is that legal? Yeah, there's a sidewalk the whole way. Oh, there is. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I would do that. Um, there's this one part where it's like a grass patch for a long time which sucked because i had a road bike oh, at the time so if it was like wet at all you just sink in and i had fucking half a centimeter size wheel um so or with just a skinny little road wheel yeah, yeah um now with my fucking 29 inch mountain wheel bikes fucking <laughs> run over everything yeah i used to be as big as a mountain i'm a tiny like a little mouse <laughs> that's that's dennis manipulating uh mac i don't remember which episode it is but he keeps feeding like diet pills yeah he's getting like severely underweight god damn that show god damn uh, it was the dishes episode oh the gang gets analyzed yeah. of course god i need to watch that one again that yeah. one's god damn i <laughs> i just love d's he just gets so mad and just like starts breaking <laughs> plates next to the the psychologist, whatever. Fucking starts scratching her head over. Oh, oh, to rain dandruff. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, these fucking writers for this show, man. I know. And it, aren't D and Mac married? Yeah. Uh, Rob McElhenney and Caitlin Olson are married. And uh, the waitress and uh, Charlie Day and Mary Elizabeth Ellis. Yeah. That's her name. Is uh, they're they're married as well. Yeah, it's it's funny. Yeah, it's and they just play the character. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, it's um, shoot, who's a uh, uh, what is Dennis's actor's name? It's some, it's something <laughs> weird. It's like Glenn. It's Glenn Howerton. So Glenn Howerton and the woman who played that pharmacist he was trying to sleep with. Uh-huh. That's his wife. I don't remember really? her name though. Yeah. Wow, she's good looking. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> when you got the body of a golden god. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Rex. Did you really step in a pile of shit, Rex? <laughs> like, I want to win. It's like I want to win. Man. So what do you think about the GoPro? What do you what do you think about these ideas? I think it's a good idea. Um, I think the GoPro and the bike are plenty justifiable. Uh, the GoPro hell just to well, I mean for your drum cover videos and then you know just to have on the bike use it like a dash cam if you need to just like if you get hit by a, someone some asshole 
in like I a, did get hit in last semester. <coughs> for the semester before. And then you've got, you know, proof. Or you can, like, make a sweet fucking bike montage of your ride You're going to record me, Bill? You're going to lay on the floor as I ramp over you? Exactly. <laughs> oh, God. That would just be I'm just like, okay, go. Got on! <laughs> <laughs> GoPro jammed in my face. It's like I, oh, I actually might get two. Um, one of them for sure. It's gonna be the silver, the Hero Four silver. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my secondary camera that I want to get is gonna be like the super basic GoPro. That's like a hundred and something bucks. Um, that way we have two angles for jump covers. Keep um, talking. You need to adjust your chandelier. It's gonna stay like that. Is it? Yeah. Uh, it's the weight. You see how there's three things on that one and. You're gonna try to spread them out. No, it's that's right. It's supposed to be five. Oh, there, it's like five. I'm glad I could. I'm glad I could do some good on this day. Nope, I'm gonna fucking just switch them all. <laughs> You're just gonna to squish one. them all together yep. into one side. Sure am. Um, but yeah, I thought it'd be cool, and then that way we can do like short video things and like um, the reason I got this idea is because I've been watching this uh, UK mountain bike video channel that mm-hmm. I like to watch and they come out with shit every day but it's two to three minutes sometimes five minutes of just short content that the, is helpful the only idea that I've had kind of about that is you know I figure I'm going to be doing percussion maintenance a lot I wonder if anyone's done a comprehensive YouTube nope. series on how to do that shit or just like having like a we- like a blog of easy to find information like mm-hmm. all the stuff I don't know about an instrument right now it's like what are the average, like, what's the, is it a standardized bolt science route to think if it is, what is it? And so, just, like, having that information available, so, fuck, still need to buy calipers. Um, <laughs> you go to Home Depot. So, if I can, like, make a video, it's like, here's how you restring a marimba one, blah, 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 and just have, like, a video series on marimba yeah, maintenance, timpani cool. maintenance, and just as a thing to do. Be a hell of yeah. a way to get endorsed, too, but, I mean, whatever. Yeah. So... That would be a thing to do. We, we I don't do think that. we I don't think we put that on the always wrong channel. That'd be like on my a personal channel, a sub channel of some kind. Because that's not very funny. Well, I could well, make you I could, could be wrong too. So. I could. <laughs> that's actually a great idea. That'll that that saves me from the comment section. Or I can make them funny. No one's ever done a percussion book that's actually entertaining to read. Because right. usually it's like a shitty pun, and it's just like, oh my god, just kill me. He'll get a real kick out of it. <laughs> ding ding, it's like, oh god, ah, <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, that's the worst. I I don't know. I'd I'd be down to do that. It's a thought. I I gotta see how busy I am, cause uh, a I don't know how long I'm just gonna be in the crawl space for shit like that. And then I've got a lot of work to do to make the the workbench clean, cause right now it's. It's like looks like someone was in the middle of the project and that person graduated like three years ago. So you, you want to know what it was? What that was me. What what was your the con the congas? And That's still in there. Yeah, I by know the way. that was me like two years ago. Yeah, but it's not conga parts on the workbench. Well, there's some over like on the big workbench, the smaller one with the vice and all the bins and stuff. Uh huh. I don't know what that is. So oh. I if there's a project in there, I'm gonna just cancel it and put it away. And then I've got to like sort all the shit we have and. God, that's that's gonna take me, you know, just weekend after weekend of pecking away at that stuff. Cause there's, I feel like there's always a, a way to do something better. Yeah. And in that crawl space, especially where during the semester people just dump shit off, 
And it's not a whole, like, well, why are they putting this all on me? That's, that's what I'm here for. Mm-hmm. But it never really gets put away properly. So things are, like, not really grouped with other things. So it'd be nice to get that organized and, and labeled properly, but eh, we'll see. I think it'd be nice to mention that we are in my house today recording this podcast. It's super important that we know that. Yeah. <clears throat> that's I don't know why I just look back to confirm if we have the same refrigerator. We do, by the way. <laughs> <clears throat> just wanted to point out that this is our third location for this podcast. Uh, we are moving on up. Technically fourth. I recorded one at oh, Station. Oh, yeah. Fucking <coughs> I should have taken the dick. podcast equipment. I, I could have gotten Alex's uh, stories when he traveled to London. Or you could have fucking done it when he was here. Also <clears throat> true. Yeah, could have done it then. Jesus. Um, I will have my GoPro this weekend. I say... More than likely this weekend, um, depending on whether work has it in stock or not. I say we commit to making a video podcast next. Okay. This is going to go up on Monday, so we have at roughly another week and a half to That's do fine. it. Um, I say we commit to doing a video podcast. Um, if we have any listeners on Facebook, YouTube... For the love of God, share it with people. That, and uh, if you have any suggestions on what you'd like to see... On video, whether it be a food challenge or something, let us know. Food challenge. Fuck oh, yeah, no. I'd fucking be down to go to Taco Bell and order ten tacos and see if you can eat it the fastest. Like, oh, God. I'd be down, to whatever. It's not worth the poops. <laughs> well, it might be. Depends on the poops you are. Um, also, if there's any sock sponsorships out there and you would like to send us some nice socks, um, we would greatly appreciate it. Um, I love Stride dress socks. Line can't remember any other brands just somebody um we're reaching out to you um even socks at a discount would be nice um <laughs> like this week we're begging for ding, ding, socks we're for <laughs> socks um yeah and god damn it people we have an email address yeah email us shit Please. and i mean we're saying damn it people but there's probably like nobody listening to us call in email us something Oh, we didn't talk about Colin this weekend. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Do you have any news about Colin? I haven't oh, seen Colin shit, in a while. I haven't seen Colin in a long time. But, however, um, Colin did make Symphonic Band again. That's good. Um, I also made Symphonic Band Second Leader again. And we will be going to Colorado. Um, I'm excited for that trip. It sucks that you did not make Symphonic Band. Well, here's the thing. We started out friends. <sighs> it was cool, but it was all pretend. Anyway... <laughs> Oh my god, you're the worst. <laughs> you did it to me at the beginning of the podcast. Oh, uh, fair enough. <laughs> I'm the worst. What do you want from me? Um, so I'm in the ensemble above that, but the way it works here at Tech is... Well, not it's not the way it works, it's just the way it has conspired to be. Um, I prefer Symphonic Band to Sweet. I've said that publicly plenty of times. I don't care who knows it. Sweet, uh, Symphonic Band's a better band. By far. I, I saw. Oh. I saw. It's a mic kit. But yeah, uh, I'm in Swee again, and then I'm also coaching uh, University Man. I'll probably be playing in University Man more than Swee because I'm just the eighth man on Swee. Oh, okay. I'm the extra guy. Now, I don't know if she's going to pick a shitload of pieces that need eight people, which is entirely possible. Yeah, it fucking is. You're going to need another fucking typewriter. Was there really a typewriter? Yeah. What? When? Do you not? You were there. No. Yeah. When was were, when you were in Symphonic Band. There was. They needed a typewriter. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That ensemble. Oh my God. 
Um, I know we've made this promise before to you guys, but we will. It's a promise. Keep up with our social media. I just downloaded we all those that. social... But I finally downloaded... You see, I, the problem was I don't always get on my laptop every day. I don't do it because I'm not good at social media. Mm-hmm. But I finally downloaded the things on my phone. I can finally log into our shit and post things. And especially if we're going to do those short video excerpts, I can record directly to YouTube from my phone. And I don't have to upload it another day. It can just fucking go up... There, it can be live. You can fucking see all our friends and hang out on our wonderful Texas Tech University campus. Um, if I'm biking to school and something, I'm, I'm gonna recording. I'm going to use my personal email. You can what? And s- I'm going to use my personal email and send the podcast email an email saying that Jacob will not complete this challenge. He will not do the things he says he's about to do. Really? It, it will not happen. Okay, so. Just saying. Keeping up with the Kardashians. What? <laughs> Keeping up with our social media, at least Facebook. I'm fucking terrible at Twitter, and I don't think we have an Instagram. We don't. We should make an Instagram, because we can sync Facebook and Instagram together. Um, and we can take pictures. Um, they don't know what we look like yet, so... <laughs> right, the fucking video podcast last time didn't fucking yeah. take. So Damn maybe, it. maybe we can do like a face reveal or something, um, and start our Instagram. Um... But if we're going to make this thing kick off, because we're fucking, we've recorded way more than we thought we were. Yeah, true. But we're not doing anything to push this out. So, we Gotta will. to push this turd out. <laughs> Force it. Blow an O-ring. I don't give a shit. Um, but we should probably keep up with this social media. Try to build a bigger following. We're on iTunes as well, right? Yes. Yeah, we are on iTunes. I should check. I mean, we were. I haven't checked in a few weeks. <laughs> We're probably still on there unless we've been like reported and taken down. Could happen. Um, um, we might be on iTunes. Have you ever looked at the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia picture of them with the bananas? Yes. I never realized that they are, like, I guess, open to close or close to open. Okay. Ah, that's, that was sorry. a podcast visual for everybody. <laughs> I hope you can pull up that picture fast enough and make <laughs> understand before the moment's gone. We'll wait. Uh, yeah. How about I'm declaring it now. I'll put the episodes up on YouTube. Okay. I'll I'll do it. Okay. It may not be. It's probably not going to be heavily edited. It's just going to be the audio and a picture. That's fine. If someone wants to make better versions, fucking fine by me. I will give you a high it. five. No money. And possibly some recognition on the podcast if I remember. I think that's a, as good a place as any to stop. My hedgehog is doing some crazy shit. And we're going to end. Bye. Bye.